Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Sean Mean, and joining me as always is a dragon who can speak English, Connor Lawler. I just like spicy food. See what he's. Oh, that's not even related to dragons. I fancy donkeys. What do you want from me? I mean, what the. What? Oh, okay, Shrek. Sorry. I was thinking, like, what the fuck? Uh. <laughs> Connor, this is Hero yes. or Zero. What is yeah. Hero or Zero? Hero or Zero is the show where we choose one comic book character every single week. We talk their good points and their bad points. And we generally just give you a bit of a run-through of everything to do with that character. Now, normally on Sean's episodes, he opens up with a bad bit of improv. And I always mess up. I would say I'm the setup to the improv is excellent. Yeah, but you know I'm bad, so it's bad. <laughs> um, so that normally gets us off on the bad start. But Sean, last week you were not around because I... No. I drafted in the help of friend of the pod, Connor Martin, to do a Dart Revan report. Which means very good report, by the way. A very, a very good report, let down by the editing. But that has since been fixed, thankfully. It's been remedied. We've, we've outsourced it to me. It's been revendied. And so... Um, <laughs> thanks. You're not um, often funny, but when you are. <laughs> the week before, I had done the report, which means, Sean, it's your week. And you are it's back on the even number... I, I'm not quite sure. I think, yeah, I think we switched. I used to have every odd number, and you used to have every even number. But we're, yeah, we we we've had a Connor Martin in between that, so now I'm an even boy, and um, which means technically you've had nearly three weeks, actually three weeks, to come up with one of the greatest reports of all time. And so I'm excited to hear this absolutely excellent report. Joe, you know it's pretty good actually. Because uh, oh, who, I'm, <laughs> okay. who I'm covering, we're all we're all the most excited for uh, Marvel Studios' Hawkeye uh, that's, <laughs> that's coming out at the minute. See, uh, I I was going. Is that not your most anticipated show of the year, Marvel's well, Hawkeye? Anticipated property of the year, I would mm-hmm. say. 
Yeah. Like, Spider-Man, you love Jer- get out of here. You, you love Jeremy Renner. Especially, I think someone said that is the most anticipated December Marvel property release this year. This is true. I said that. I said that on my uh, on all of my family's graves. Actually, I said that. Uh, <laughs> you swore, swore to swore. the gods above. And so I am going to be covering Hawkeye, but Kate Bishop Hawkeye, Connor. Oh, okay. Because I was so, worried there that we were going to have to talk about Jeremy. No, we would never talk about Jeremy. Hawkeye in the comics actually quite interesting. Jeremy Renner. Milk toast superhero, I would call him. Uh, Kate except Bishop that, in comics, very except, interesting. Except for the movie Tag, where Jeremy Renner ran up some chairs and broke both his arms. That's true. Oh, Jeremy Renner did do that, didn't he? That's a fun story. Anyway, go on. A, Kate Bishop. Uh, Kate Bishop. Catherine Bishop. Kate Bishop uh, grew up as the youngest daughter of a rich Manhattan family. Uh, her father, Derek was an emotionally distant publishing magnate, but Kate admired him and wanted to gain his attention and approval during her summer breaks from boarding school. Um, this is all just early days where she comes from. Um, and you know what year this that she came in? So was Hawkeye around for a so while before she turned up? She came in um, kind of around... the the There was a thing, it's slightly after... I think it's around House of M. Basically, Scarlet Witch made Tony Stark basically like badmouth a bunch of countries in front of the UN, right? And made, this was after quotation marks. <laughs> yes, he she got him very very drunk and just okay. let him loose on the UN. Um, this was after the nineties when Marvel went bankrupt, so they were trying to revamp a lot of stuff, right? So after Tony Stark badmouths a bunch of nations, um, he. The Avengers, the the stock, the Stark Industries stock plummets, so Tony Stark can't fund the Avengers anymore, okay. and so they disband. And so, in the wake of that, you get things like Captain America's Secret Avengers, who just operate under underground kind of a thing. You also get the formation of the Young Avengers, which is a bunch of super powered teens and kids who want to help out. Because there's who now this kind to, of power vacuum. Who we don't have to pay as much like. We can pay them children's wages. They're not paid at all, Connor. Not You'd paid, be surprised just slavery. Just They're in it labor. for the good. No, 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 no. They're in it voluntarily, okay. Connor. They're oh, in it for the good of it. They haven't, they haven't had the hope beaten out of them yet. Not quite yet, no. Okay, it will happen eventually. Um, so, and this is actually where this comes into it. Because Kate's mother, Eleanor, um, was estranged uh, from her father and was frequently absent um, until she died while on a trip, so her mother used to like go around to like developing countries and things like that, and help people. They used to like give money, help build schools, help build like farms, all this kind of thing. Um, and so Kate was much more like her mother. She wanted to help everyone. She didn't like the idea of we have all this money, and like we're doing nothing to help people. We're just living in excess, basically. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so the, she also has an older sister um, who is much more like her father, much more into just like money, power, whatever, having a good time. Can I make um, a prediction that her sister becomes the big bad that she normally faces up against? Not at all, actually. They're, they're, oh. they're quite close, but they just they don't really understand each other. Oh, okay. See, yeah. See, I, I, I've read enough comics to be like, it's definitely the sister. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely the fucking sister. 
So while she was little, Kate witnessed her father beating up another person late at night in his study. Um, she kind of realised that her father's money didn't come from publishing, but it <gasps> came from crime, organised crime, if he was an organised crime by, man. By the way, the way you're talking right now, this is like the Huntresses. The first thing I thought of when you said Kate Bishop was Huntress, uh, yeah. Helena Bertinelli, because her family are just a mob family, and she wants to do good, and she has a crossbow, so along the same lines... There's a comic panel, and it comes up later, but she fashions her own costume, and it's basically Huntress. Okay, I, I can understand that, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, if it ain't broke. Um, so, uh, yeah, she became disillusioned with her father and decided to further investigate his activities. She followed him, um, but actually accidentally get ca- got caught by a character called El Matador, um, who is... Just a villain he was meeting up with to make a deal, right? It's a bit... It's a, El Matador. <laughs> El Matador. Uh, guess what his gimmick is. Um, <laughs> El Matador held Kate to ransom, but she managed to attempt to an escape. So she's kind of on the way out. But one of the henchmen comes and, like, tries to grab her. But as the henchman tries to grab her, an arrow flies past her head... <gasps> distracting the henchman momentarily, allowing Kate to escape. Huntress. Uh, no, Connor. The green arrow. <laughs> no, you're in the wrong universe. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, who's got a bow and arrow? Iron Man with a bow and arrow. <laughs> oh, I mean, close, I guess. But uh, no, the Avengers had arrived and the archer Hawkeye had been keeping an eye on El Matador for some time. Mm. Um Kate was impressed by the Avengers, but especially Hawkeye because he was a regular human with no powers, only his skill. Um, okay. So, with because she was now disillusioned with her father, uh, Kate kind of made Hawkeye her role model kind of things. Like he's he's what I aspire to be. You know. I mean, that um, would make sense because you're not going to be like, oh, I want to be like the Hulk because you can't be like the Hulk, but. I I think that's the idea of Batman or like any humans that I don't have superpowers, but they're just like peak of their human. See, Captain America is a bit different because he got injected, so he's still yeah. slightly superpowered. That's the thing, and like it, it's like like Jeremy Renner has given Hawkeye a really bad rap, but Hawkeye in the comics is legitimately like he's just he's just that good because he has to be, and he makes himself be. He's like he's yeah, really he- interesting. He's the most trained athlete. Like, he's surrounded by gods. Literally, Thor's a god. And he's on yeah. the same team as them. So he has to be the best version of the human race to be on the Exactly, team. yeah. He's the best archer in the world. Like, um, as I said, uh, Kate was uncomfortable with her family's wealth. So in her teens, she decided to emulate her mother uh, by spending time at soup kitchens and at women's shelters. Um, just so she's a good person at the back yeah, of it I, all the, as well. The vibe I'm getting right now is she seems like a very nice person who has a bit of aspirations to be like a, a hero of some kind. That might come into play. It might. It very well might. Um, now, at, at some point in her kind of late teens, um, Kate was actually sexually assaulted while walking in Central Park. Um, right. So she was initially traumatised and just isolated herself. Um, like cut herself away from everyone 
However, the ordeal eventually motivated her to learn several forms of combat fighting and self-defence, becoming proficient in swordplay, archery and martial arts. She also met with a therapist during this time um, to work through the recovery process. So that's significant because that is a terrible thing to have happen to someone. And I like that the comics don't just fix it by, oh, she learned to fight and kill. They actually show her going to therapy. Yeah, I think I think when you were like, "Oh, she just learned to fight," I was like, "This is going to be like every comic," but the, it's a very modern take on that because that happens any time before, probably around the last few years. I'm assuming this is in the two thousands. This happens. Yeah, it's like early two thousands. This happens. Yeah. Okay, so if this happens in the eighties. She just learns to become the best fighter ever, and then cruises around the city beating up everyone. Yes, exactly. Um, but in this, like, she's. She she does that. She learns how to fight and practice self-defense, but she also learns to process it in a healthy way. Um, you know, she like, doesn't become the punisher, basically. Ex- yeah. But yeah, she's not just driven by one particular terrible event. Um, yeah, okay. But she's she she's 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 processed it and she's dealt with it. Um and I just I just thought that was a really interesting way of doing it in comics. Um so Kate first encountered the young Avengers when they attempted to save her and 200 guests at her sister's wedding in St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York. Um, Unfortunately, the young Avengers were only successful in starting a fire and becoming hostages themselves. (laughs) I love the idea the young Avengers are shit. Like, they're really they're they they mean well, but they're untrained teenagers. Like <laughs> right, oh see, not not to keep like flipping back and forth to DC. It's kind of different from yeah, Teen yeah. Titans, just due to the fact that I think in most iterations of Teen Titans, Robin is there, and Robin has always been trained by Batman. So yeah. there's some semblance of I'll train you. I'll just tell you what he told me. Um. That's Whereas, the thing, but the the Young Avengers, they're not sanctioned by Iron Man or Captain America or anyone. They're just doing this off their own backs because they're, they're able they're, to. They're basically just a bunch of 17-year-olds who are friends, who have superpowers. Yeah. yeah, and they're all like related to various Marvel heroes. Like you, okay. uh, Eli Bradley is there, um, who's Patriot. Um, like He's in the Young Avengers and things like that. Okay. Um, but... Uh, it was Kate that saved him. Basically, she picked up Patriots throwing stars and used them to attack the 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 criminals, the the goons who were holding the the, the wedding hostage. The goons um, and the Young Avengers were able to escape the scene before the police arrived. Um, so they all get away. Now they leave without Kate because she's not an event. She's not a Young Avenger. She's just a, a person as far as they're concerned. I mean, she's still better than them. Absolutely, and she knows that. Yeah, um, we all know that. <laughs> and so after the attack, Kate gets approached by Cassie Lang, um, uh, the daughter of Scott Lang, who is Ant-Man. Um, Paul Rudd, as we all know. World's sexiest um, man. World's sexiest man, Paul Rudd. Uh, together, the girls track down the young Avengers to the ruins of the Avengers mansion. Um, which has become abandoned since the team disbanded, basically. Um, the the two of them confronted the team and invited themselves on as members. Um, 
Not long afterwards, the mansion gets attacked by Kang the Conqueror. That's a whole thing that happens. And in order to help out and to join the battle, Kate puts on gear from the mansion. So she has Mockingbird's mask, uh, the swordsman's sword and belt, and Hawkeye's bow. So all this shit is just left in the armory. And she's just like, all right, I'll put together a costume. That's actually kind of a really cool origin for... Like, she's not a specialist in anything. She's just kind of thrown this together because she's like, this is what a superhero looks like. Exactly, yeah. And, like, she's... And this is where she looks exactly like Huntress, by the way. Okay, um, Like, she even has, like, the, the whole, like, dress jacket kind of combo thing. Um, but she also gives Eli Bradley Captain America's first shield that he had during the war. She found that in it as well, uh, in the armory. Okay. Um, so, after defeating Kang and saving the world, uh, Kate and Cassie remained on as permanent members. But... Soon after this, Captain America and Iron Man show up. And they say, you did really well. Now disband this team. You are not able for this. So the dads Um, are after coming home. And they're not happy. Exactly. No, they're very not happy. And Kate, um, Kate Kate and Cassie are like, you could train us. We could help. And Captain America is, is just like, no, we're not doing it. Um, I, I'm not training you, and so Which he's just very like give up. Captain America, like really? Yeah, but he, these are all like kids as well. Like they're teenagers, but like I understand that. But I thought his whole thing is like he's looking out for the little guy, and they're like, "We want to learn, teach us to be better heroes." And he's like, "Ah, fuck off!" I can see, I can see Iron Man being like, "No, nah, fuck off, little kids." Yeah, well, Iron Man is there as well. Like, there, there's no civil war by this point. He, he's like uh, egging him on. He's like, tell him yeah. to fuck off, Steve. Tell, tell him to fuck, fuck off, do it. <laughs> so Take after a child, this, Steve, go on. <laughs> what Kate did is she used her family's money and connections to procure a new lair for the young Avengers because she's just right. like, okay, they're not going to train us. We'll just train ourselves. It'll be fine. Uh, we'll figure it out. Um, and so they took on the official herself and Patriot became kind of co-leaders of the group. Um, and they have very much kind of a Robin and Starfire thing. Uh, that they're, they're, There's chemistry. And there's okay. also a bit of competitiveness there, though. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Nice little mix. Nice little mix for you, lads. <laughs> um, but this relationship with Patriot was strained when it was learned that he was taking mutant growth hormone. Because Patriot what? in the comics... Yeah, Eli Bradley doesn't have, like, super soldier serum, doesn't have super soldier powers. He's just trained, and he's acting as Captain America, a young Captain America. Um, But he's trying to emulate the serum to become more like Captain America. Yeah, and I think that's actually quite an interesting storyline, to be like, you're trying to live up to the dude who has superpowers, or was injected, so you're like, "I'm I'm just a human. So yeah, I need to, something like, out- to give me an edge. Yeah, like you need to constantly outdo yourself. Exactly. And so after a fight and after uh, the mutant growth hormone, Patriot was injured um, and Captain America was on the scene and Kate blamed Captain America, saying that he didn't train them properly and if he had just given a shit, uh, Patriot wouldn't have been hurt. I mean, Which is kind of true. Also true, yes. Um, and Iron Man's then, kind of like kicker, 
kicker, Kick Steve. Her. Kick her now. Do it, Steve. Kick her, Do kick it. her right in the fucking face. You're so strong, Steve. You're so strong. Oh, you've <laughs> all that serum her. as well, boy. <laughs> so, um, later, Jessica Jones uh, came to the mansion, uh, the old Avengers mansion, and gave Kate the original Hawkeye's bow and arrows. Uh, gave her Clint Barton's bow and arrows. Clint Barton, I think, is he's either dead or retired at this point. Um, and that the bow had a note from Captain America addressed to Hawkeye. Jessica told Kate that the only other person to stand up to Captain America the way that Kate did was Clint Barton, and that Captain America wanted her to take Clint's code name. Uh, Kate accepted and officially became the new Hawkeye. See, now, that's kind of strange, though, because, and is she proficient in, like, in terms of Hawkeye's level? Or is it just that she's really good, but she's also good at lots of other things? Yeah, it's kind of, she's, no, she's really, really good. She's, like, incredibly capable. Exactly, yeah. She might not be, like, peak Hawkeye at the minute, but, like, But she's better than him at other things. Exactly, yeah. And, like, she's, what, 20 at this point? Okay. Like, Hawkeye was, like, probably in his 30s when he was at his peak. Okay. You know? So, like, she's still really good, and she can only get better, basically. Um, along with the rest of the Young Avengers, um, we're going to refer to her as Hawkeye slash Kate from now on. Uh, Hawkeye sided with Captain America and the Secret Avengers against the Superhuman Registration Act, uh, which led to the superhero civil war that happened. So she was on Cap's side for that. Um, afterwards Kate unwittingly berated a resurrected Clint Barton for donning the Captain America uniform and bearing Captain America's shield she stated that she took on the codename Hawkeye to honour the original Hawkeye not to mimic him or disgrace his memory Um, it was her words that convinced Clint to condemn Stark for his behaviour and go his own path so that's the point where Clint Barton kind of becomes Ronan in the comics. Right, so she's kind of the reason why he goes that way. Yeah, like he and she's like, look, I'm not trying to be you. I just like I'm I'm using this name because I respect you. Um, That's actually is, like she's has such an effect in terms of following stories, like in terms of him becoming Ronan or even Captain America and I think evolving young Avengers. Like she's been involved yeah. in all that stuff. She's a key player. Like and she was only okay. introduced in the early two thousands. Like it's a she's a fairly new character. But they, they must have introduced her and then really liked her and they were like, okay, we're gonna get behind this character. Yeah, exactly. Um, and like and she is just likable as well. Like she's yeah, okay. Um, and then not long after this initial encounter, uh, Hawkeye and Clint Barton met again. Um, while she was on an awkward date uh, with Eli in Central Park, Patriot, um, Kate was attacked by Clint in the guise of Ronan. Um, they met a few more times over the next few days, culminating in Clint officially passing on the bow and the mantle to Kate. So wait, he so was attacking her? He was testing her, basically. Oh, okay. He wasn't ready to kill her. Like, he was just like, no, she, no, no, she was no, already. No. Yeah, just being like, are you okay to to, to, to take up the bow, basically? Okay. Uh, and then this is just a story that's really interesting. Uh, it's called Project Communion. And 
it's just a it's a story with both Hawkeyes in it. Um, so Kate went on a secret mission with Clint for Shield to a Hydra base in Antarctica. And is um, sorry, not to confuse everyone. Clint is Ronan at this stage, or is he Hawkeye? He's uh, he is Hawkeye at this stage. There, and she's this is she's Hawkeye. Uh, this is a recurring <laughs> joke in the comics that they'll just call each other Hawkeye to each other. They'll say, oh, I'm going to go meet Hawkeye. Does uh, that like, not get confusing when they're both on the team? Yeah, it's hilarious. Okay, fair enough. Okay, the, uh, just so we're clear. She has, Kate Bishop, there's a section on Kate Bishop's wiki that is just things people call her to avoid confusion. Yeah, uh, you would. You would just even shorten the, one of them to Hawk. The, the, yeah, she gets called Hawk. She gets called, uh, she gets called Bishop sometimes. Hawk yeah. Lass. Hawk Girl. Uh, that Hawk one raised my eyebrows. Hawk Lass is shit. Uh, it sounds like a Pokemon. Um, but yeah, there's there there's so, but Clint has said no. There's there's room for two Hawkeyes. It's fine. <laughs> like, he doesn't okay. care. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. So they were on this way to Antarctica. Maria Hill told them they were going to retrieve some dangerous weapons that were part of something called Project Communion. In fact, the weapons were children that had gone through unnamed experiments that gave them undefined powers. Uh, Nothing better so, than an undefined power. Kind of like, do you, do you know in Logan, that like weird mutant research lab? Yeah, okay. Kind of like that. Um, so th- back on, they, they, they get the kids and then they get back to the shield helicarrier and the kids are taken into custody and put under quarantine. So Kate feels bad for them and wants to rescue them. Eventually convinces Clint like, come on, we'll save these kids. We'll help them out. Um, and so the two Hawkeyes together knock out about a dozen S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, um, steal a flying car, and they go back to Clint's apartment with all of these super-powered kids. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah. And so when Hydra attempt, because Hydra's tracking them at this point, so Hydra yeah, so- wants to re-abduct the kids. Yeah, and makes so, sense. Hydra, bad dudes. Hydra, bad, as we all know. Yeah. So, not not to be confused with Hyderabad in Singapore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the best right. I can do. Such a um, niche. <laughs> I know. So Hydra attempted to abduct the kids. The kids unleashed their power once again and killed all of the Hydra agents. Yeah, uh, you can see that coming. Whenever there's undefined powers... And there's like a bunch of prisoners. There's a moment where one of the Hydra agents comes into the room. I haven't read the comic, but he comes uh-huh. in. And he's like, "I've got you now, kid. You're coming with us." And the kid yeah. just like closes their eyes, and then some weird fucking lasers or some shit comes out with him. <laughs> he explodes out of his own face. Yeah, exactly. The, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right there. Um, so this is where Clint starts to have second thoughts, and is like, "Oh, maybe." Oh my god. I thought you were going to say, this is where Clint decides to have sex. <laughs> I was like, no! <laughs> second thoughts. No. Okay, second cool. thoughts, excuse me. Okay, Excuse cool. me. Um, yeah, so Clint thought that uh, the kids went too far. Kate argued that they were just children and didn't know what they were doing was wrong. Um, when Hydra came back in greater numbers, Clint made her give the kids up and said, they are weapons after all. Right, now, so now, now they're on differing sides. Yeah, so a rift starts to go grow between them after this. 
Because Kate, from the start, has been like, I want to help everyone. Like, that's that's yeah, my jam. And, I, I, and you can understand the characters. Like, Clint is the old head. Where he's yeah. like, we just don't have time. Like, they're they're just weapons. What, what can we do? And she's young and full of hope. And is like, we can do something still. Yeah. And, yeah, it's... So yeah, they're they're still partners, right? They're still working together. They're Hawkeye and Kate, Hawkeye. They're Hawkeye and Hawkeye at the minute. Okay. Uh, and so Kate has trouble overcoming her anger with Clint in order to work well together as a team. Um, and then Kate eventually goes behind Clint's back and takes out a villain called Hammerhead on her own, even though they had planned to fight him together. Okay. Uh, so Clint confronts her about this and she tells him that Team Hawkeye needs to take a break. Um, she wants to be Hawkeye by herself for a while, is what she says. I mean, great effort to also take the name. Totally oh yeah, oh yeah, name. just take that right away. Yeah, like you stole like, oh, so his I'm name. Hawkeye now. And it's like, I'm leaving, but I'm Hawkeye. <laughs> <Fuck> <laughs> the, um, she... Later met up with a guy called America Chavez for dinner and dancing. And he told her, look, it's not your responsibility to take care of Clint. Um, and he Kate says, tells him he doesn't need any attack. She doesn't need any attachments. And the superhero life is enough for her. And then America Chavez says she's starting to sound like the wrong Hawkeye. So she's starting to sound more like Clint Barton now. Right, okay. So that they're very similar in a lot of ways. And that's why they often butt heads. Is because they're both so kind of passionate about their own ideals. They're, they're both passionate and like, this is my idea. And I'm going behind it with all gusto. And this, I feel really strongly about this. And then... He, he's on the other side like I feel really strongly about this and yeah. they both is a good, but they're like both sides of the same kind yeah they both want the same end goal is that like people to be happy but they, like, they'll go about it different ways okay Kate will help everyone along the way but Clint is kind of like I'll, I'll get the job done basically I mean <laughs> you know? the more you're talking about this the more it does and I no it, go ahead it's Batman Nightwing really <laughs> It's a lot of Batman Nightwing going on. <laughs> I don't. I don't mean to be like just go on Batman because I think that's that's the, a similar story to a lot of hero, not sidekick, but younger hero. So yeah, you always have like a hero, young ward you kind of a hero. thing. They always want the same things, but the older one is like, we got to do this, and the younger one's like, we can save everyone. We just we can do it all. And the older one's like, no, you can't. Like yeah, you exactly. learn that. Yeah. Um, so later, Clint visits her and he tells her that he had been wrong and they needed to go back and save the Project Communion kids again. Um, okay. So, so both Hawkeyes, along with Barney Barton, um, who is Clint Barton's brother. He's a bad guy, but he has all the same powers. But occasionally they team up. All uh, the same powers as the human Clint Barton. <laughs> yeah, he, in that they're both archers, basically. <laughs> also, Barney Barton, 
one of the worst names. <laughs> Clint, Clint got lucky on that one, I think. <laughs> any other name. Just pick any other non-B starting name if the second name is Barton. So the three of them together stole the kill- kids from S.H.I.E.L.D. by pretending to be HYDRA agents. Um, as they tried to leave in a helicopter, real HYDRA agents noticed them and attacked. Uh, together, the Hawkeyes and Barney fended them off. They flew to Barney's island home, where the kids could live with him and his family. Um, Kate then said that she wanted to go solo for a while. Clint replied that he couldn't be mad at her since she was his best friend. Aww. Uh, Kate replied that Clint was still her hero. Aww. That's so, so nice. It's a really nice story. Not uh, like Batman and Nightwing. <laughs> no, <laughs> they never do that. no. Two people voicing feelings for each other? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so, just very quickly then on powers and abilities. Like, it's not as long as some lists that I've given. Uh, she's, she's, just, just, like, she's just a really good trained human with a good heart. Exactly, yeah. So she's a very skilled athlete, proficient in uh, boxing, jiu-jitsu and other forms of unarmed combat. Master archer and marksman. She's one of the world's greatest living archers. Um, she is an adept swordswoman. She can play the cello uh, oh. and she is skilled in a variety of weaponry. Um, and just a little bit of trivia then before the Marvel 1-7 to rating system. Uh, she has often been called task mistress in the comics because she has photographic reflexes and memory ability very similar to Taskmaster. Fuck off. No way. Yeah. Yeah. She is just... No, it's not to the same level that she yeah, can okay. like watch a VHS and immediately be a, a, a boxer. But she she is a, she's very quick to learn. She can remember movements and language and all this shit very, very easily. Cool. So that on its own is enough of a power, basically. Yeah, that, that's, like, basically a power. Even if you're even slightly worse than Taskmaster, like, he's an absolute god at that kind of stuff and nearly unbeatable, so you're just slightly less than unbeatable. Yeah, and you're also, like, a master archer as well. On the side. Uh, just on the side, casually. And so just on the Marvel 1-7 to rating system, it's a durability of 2, energy projection of 1, fighting skills of 3, intelligence of 3, Speed and speed of two and strength of two, so basically peak human, like what a yeah, regular so, human can achieve. Yes, yeah, so a tree is regular human, and after that, you're in god territory or or alien territory. Yeah, like tree is ba- tree is essentially like Olympic level, say, like yeah. or a little better even. And then four is like you know you need some kind of augmentation. I, th- to reach I think that. I think cap is four in terms yeah. of like he's like peak human, and then a little bit more. Um, whereas Thor is, that, is like seven <laughs> across the board. Exactly, yeah, like because Thor's a literal god. Yeah, exactly. Um, and like that's that's kind of the end of my report on on Kate Bishop, um, criminally underrated character. I would say. I, I think a character that probably like I can understand why she's a fan favorite because she's just like a normal human who's really nice and tries to do her best. Yeah, like, I think the reason that Kate Bishop likes Hawkeye is the reason we like Kate Bishop, is that yeah. you're just a, a human do, like who's the best at what you do, and you've just driven yourself to that. But I also think there's such a wide array of stories you could tell with, like, 
she got into it for him, but like she is not perfect. Like you can do hundreds of stories where she loses repeatedly. And then yeah. she has the big heroic moment where she figures out a way to defeat the villain and comes back and is like, I outsmarted you using, I don't know, like, she could face a superpowered human or a superpowered villain. They're like, you're just like a shit 20-year-old with no powers, like, fuck off. So... That's the thing, the, but like, her first out and she goes up against Kang the Conqueror, like... It's a pretty big start. When you mentioned Kang, I was like... That's pretty big. To go it's pretty impressive, early. like. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I think, um, I mean, look, I really like the report. Does it make me want to watch Hawkeye anymore? <laughs> Probably not. But Probably it does not, make me say. want to read some Hawkeye comics more so. Yeah, which I think you'd really enjoy, actually. I think you'd get a kick out of those. Yeah, I think the more, like, she sounds like a character that people can get really into very quickly. That she, it's not like something that, it's like, oh, we have an optimistic character. Wow, we never get to yeah. that. No, it's like, here's a real human, and this is what she does in this situation, like. Yeah, oh man, yeah, I, I, I didn't even realise, I thought she was just like, I don't know, I just assumed she was just Hawkeye, because, um, like, 2.0, like, the exact same. Yeah, but she's she's arguably better in a lot of ways. She kind of is better if she has the is the memory take as well. Yeah, just built into her like. Yeah, fuck. Um, do you want us to take or do you want me to take us out, Sean? Go for it, Connor. Do your best. So <laughs> I will try. You're way better <laughs> than I am. Um, so if you liked what you heard, we have hundreds of other hero zeros on hundreds of other comic book characters. You can go back to listen to any of them. Um, we've covered, I don't know how many DC, how many Marvel, quite a lot. So um, A few, yeah. If you can think of a character you love, we've probably done a report on them. And uh, we've also done some on some real dumb characters that you probably have never heard of as well. For a bit of, la- for a bit of a laugh. Um, we also have a Patreon, which is uh, patreon.com forward slash here's for hire podcast. And over there we released our The Mummy review. This week, we did. Um, we, we did review the the mummy movie. One of the best adventure robs you're gonna find. So we got to have the the pleasure of rewatching and see if it still holds up with the 1999 CGI. And turns out, yeah, and sometimes the answer it does. might surprise you. Yeah, <laughs> might surprise you. Um, so that's over there. You also get a shout out on the show if you if you sign up to the Patreon. And um, the link is down below. You could also head on over to our Twitter. It's at Here's for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook Here's for Hire Podcast. Instagram Here's for Hire Podcast. But most importantly, you just have to tell one human being that we exist. Just the one. Just for God's sake. The one. Uh, so I have been Carl Lawler. I have been Sean Mean. And we shall see you all next week. Bye. Bye. 
Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.